So firstly, uh, the DA's reaction uh, to the committee's decision yesterday in Parliament resolving that there is no basis for holding an inquiry into the fitness of the public protector to hold office. Uh, yeah, well, of course, we, we are disappointed in the U-turn made by the ANT. They initially agreed to uh, to do a, an inquiry, and, uh, and it was very clear that that was what the intention was. Uh, and yesterday, they uh, obviously came having been whipped into line and were singing off the same hymn sheet, all of them, and uh, and then, of course, forced that resolution through uh, against the uh, express views of, of every single opposition member on the committee. So um, it's a, while it goes through as a committee decision, it certainly wasn't. It was a, an ANC decision. Well, you say it's a U-turn by the ANC. Was there any indication at any point that they held a different view? Well, the chairperson, Matilde Mochejo, uh, punted the view of an ad hoc committee uh, at the first discussion. Uh, he was outvoted by his ANC members. All the opposition members voted for an ad hoc committee. Uh, but the ANC members on the committee, of course, outvoted them and um, and and settled for an, for for an inquiry to be held by the committee. And of course, they indicated that you know we would sit on Mondays and Fridays and weekends because the committee is very busy. Um, so clearly, they didn't have in mind to, on that day to shut it down because you certainly don't need to debate an ad hoc committee or an ordinary committee and days set aside if all you're going to do is shut it down. In one day, so it was, it was most certainly a U-turn, uh, quite a spectacular U-turn. Ms. Rettenbach, in your statement, you say um, the, the ANC has once again chosen to use their numbers to protect a compromised public protector advocate, Busisiwem Kobane, uh, at all expense of filling her man, uh, fulfilling their mandate and unlikely at the expense of all South Africans. How exactly has the public protector failed to fulfill her mandate? Well, she's, um, she's sort of stumbled from one blunder to the next. This TX report is not the first one. Um, the others weren't of a nature that uh, required us to uh, bring an application to have it removed. And, uh, and of course, we gave her the benefit of the doubt, hoping that she was new in the post and that, that she would grow into it. So on the first mistake, we made no fuss. On the second mistake, we made no fuss. But, you know, the TX report is such a monumental blunder. It demonstrates such a lack of understanding of her own mandate, of her own act, the Public Protector Act, and the complete misunderstanding of how she should interact with the Constitution that becomes untenable. The Public Protector is a Chapter 9 institution. She's there in support of a constitutional democracy. That is what her job is. Uh, to then uh, unilaterally order an amendment in the mandate of the Reserve Bank that causes the rand to lose billions overnight, and to order the committee to which she reports in Parliament to amend the Constitution, uh, it's, it's absolutely untenable. One cannot have a private sector that thinks that that's okay. It's, it's not okay. But what's wrong uh, with asking for that? Because it would then go through a process, you know, there would be discussions around it, and ultimately, at the end, a decision would be made one way or another. You wouldn't ask for it. She ordered it. The remedial action of the public protector is binding. You know that from the Encantla decision. But it she can be challenged. Can't it be challenged? Can't it be challenged? Yeah, sure. We can go to court and review it, which is what we did. But that costs time, it costs money, it costs the taxpayer money. 
she litigated, the Reserve Bank litigated, the DA litigated its own expense, Parliament litigated the taxpayers' expense. It's a huge amount of a waste of time and money when it's absolutely obvious to anybody who's had a cursory reading of the Constitution that a remedial action is unconstitutional. And we don't want the public protector whose remedial action is unconstitutional. We want the public protector who understands the Constitution and abides by it. So what are you going to do to challenge this, the latest well, we're uh, developments in Parliament? We're looking, at the, we're looking at the committee uh, proceeding yesterday and at all the necessary documents and we'll take legal advice. Uh, but there are avenues open and one of them is a review application. And uh, just before I let you go, uh, what did you make of Finance Minister's uh, major uh, mini, uh, midterm budget speech yesterday? Ah, oh, well, it had no content whatsoever, unfortunately. There's uh, much platitudes, no content. Very disappointing. And uh, President Zuma has abandoned his bid uh, to a review uh, to have that uh, state capture report sent back to the Public uh, Protector's Office. What's your reaction to that? Well, he did the same thing a couple of weeks ago in the Supreme Court of Appeal. He should be made to pay. He's litigating at the taxpayer's expense. Obviously, just a delaying tactic to waste everybody's time. It's a monumental waste of taxpayers' money, and uh, and the courts should really now be proactive and order him to pay his personal capacity.